When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. This is episode 179. I'm your, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the podcast queen. Now, as an ambitious entrepreneur and business owner, I'm sure you know the incredible opportunities that networking can create for your business when done well. Now, if you were to look over the last 12 months, counted the number of networking events you attended versus the number of opportunities that have been created from the people you've met and the relationships you've developed, are you satisfied with the results? Now, many entrepreneurs I speak to would say no. They've attended networking events, they've handed out a number of business cards, spoken to a number of businesses. However, none of those conversations have turned into business. So on to the next networking event they go to repeat the process. And if this sounds similar to how you've been networking, this show is a must listen because you're going to gain incredible insights that will make an incredible difference in the meetings you attend, the relationships that you build. Joining me on today's show is Michael Griffiths. Michael is the number one authority on referral marketing training, and he teaches people how to build referral systems into their business, to engage with their networks, and to create more opportunities in business by using partnerships to fill their sales funnels. And on today's show, Michael's going to share how to generate more referrals into your business, how to create more opportunities through personal engagement, as well as how to use your network more effectively. So welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you very much. Great to be with you and really excited about what we're going to go through today. Absolutely. And I love the timing of this because so many business owners are now reflecting, they're taking the time as they're winding down to look back over the last 12 months and thinking about 2017, they want to really hit the ground running. So I'm glad that you, I was able to get you on today's show. Let's dive in. Let's talk about generating more, more referrals into your business. How are you doing it differently that is making so much success? for you and and the clients that are that are using your system i think what most people will not think what most people do is they go i would love to get more referrals and then they sit back and they hope that their clients or people that they've met at networking events or something's just going to happen out of the blue where they might get a referral Mm -hmm. and that's fine but you're only going to ever get maybe one or two possibly three or four a month and that's it 
So we've gone, rather than just sitting back hoping to get referrals, how about we put the right structures and systems in place to create referral teams around you, Mm -hmm. create people around you who are actually on your team every single day looking to create new opportunities for you. And if they all just created one, you'd still end up with 60 plus new opportunities for you to generate business from compared to the two or three that you're sitting back hoping might come right now. Mm. And it is true. So many of us do go to networking events. We do hand out cards. We speak to a few people. They may turn into one or two conversations, but it's certainly not giving us the leverage or the momentum that we want. So when you're talking about really creating some of these partnerships and these relationships that do build referrals, what are a few things that you see are common mistakes when it comes to building these types of teams? So there's two, uh, and and let's just focus on the major two. Mm. The first one is just no communication. People who are listening, they'll probably be shaking their heads going, oh, no, this was just me. But we we tend to speak to someone and we say, oh, we've got the same sort of target audience or we've got the same sort of clients. How about we be referral partners and we pass each other business? And at the start, yeah, fantastic. That sounds like a great idea. But that's where it stops. Mm. And then we just hope that something's going to happen. And we might speak to each other for the first couple of weeks and be really enthusiastic. And then 30 days later, it's only one phone call and not every single week. And then 60 days later, it's, oh, should I send them an email and find out what's happening? And before we know it, it fizzles out. And that was a complete waste of conversation at the very start. So it's all about how do we communicate to one another on great this is what we're going to do as referral partners. This is how it's going to work and make sure that we're on the same page to start with or else we're doomed before we even get going. If I was going, well, let's have a weekly call and strategize how we can get each other more business and the other person was thinking, oh, let's just sort of speak every 30 days and we'll sort of see what we can do for each other, but nothing really structured. Well, there's no way that we can be successful partners because we're on the wrong path to start with. Getting that communication at the start of what are what is the framework, what is the setup is so important and then constant communication. We're forgotten after about 45 days. So if we're not constantly in someone's front of mind, then there's no way that they can be talking about us or creating opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. And that tends to be what falls over because we don't communicate. The big second one is we don't train our partners on how to find business for us. We go, I'm a consultant and I do this. Good luck. Hope you can go find me business. <laughs> Where we, we go through and, and we sit down with our partners with what we call our referral training manual and we actually spend 40 minutes training them on Who are our ideal people? What are the one-line statements you're listening out for? If you hear those statements, this is what you can do to bring us and that person together. These are the sorts of things that you can do to help us. Passing referrals, great, but I would love if you could also find me a place to speak or share our blog or be able to promote something on social media. And giving people the tools to be successful by training them ensures that they're going to create more opportunities for you than just sitting back 
hoping that they might do that. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. And I know for a lot of business owners, when they do have an opportunity to share what they do, how they can support people, they either are too overwhelming, they're, they're confusing. So in other words, they're confusing their, their potential partners. So of course, you know, we may be networking with people who could absolutely benefit from some of our partners and their services, but we just don't know how to look out for them and of course how how to approach them. Michael, thinking then about developing some of these partnerships and referral relationships, is there a good number of people to have or can you take on too many or have too few? Is there kind of like a number that, that you recommend? Yeah, lovely. And, and we break our partnerships down into sort of five areas. The first one is uh, profitability partners. And we want to have a weekly phone call with these people, shouldn't take any more than 10 minutes, to strategize how we can actually get each other more business for that week. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe you can have any more than six of those. You just won't have the time. So part of that profitability conversation is, so what three things can I be doing for you this week? So if you've got six of those conversations, that's 18 things being done for your business, but it's also 18 things that you're doing for other people's businesses. Mm -hmm. That takes about two and a half hours in your week. So it's not a huge amount of time, but you probably don't want to be spending more than that, So, which is why we sort of say six is the perfect number for your profitability partners. Yeah. Then you've got your super group, and your super group has up to eight people in it, including yourself. And those eight people should all be sharing the same sort of customer. So you might have, for example, yourself as as the, the podcast queen, but you could also then be with a graphic designer, with a web person, with a uh, business coach, because you all share the same sorts of clientele. Mm-hmm. So you get together once a month, shouldn't take any more than 45 minutes, whether that's done face-to-face, whether that's done online, doesn't matter. And now in that monthly get-together, it's, again, who do you want to be connected to? What's something I can be doing for you right now? You're actually creating items to help one another rather than just sitting around talking and hoping that something might happen. Yeah, great. So that's what our super group is. Then we've got our cross-promotion partners where we go up to 12. That allows you to do a cross-promotion every single month. And if you become really efficient, you could probably do two a month. The person you do in January, you could also do in July. February, you could also do in August. So cross-promotions are simply, how do I help you get into my network and how do you help me get into your network? Mm-hmm. So that might be sharing content, sharing a webinar, sharing podcasts, sharing videos, speaking at someone's event and they speak at your event. So there's a whole different sorts of ways that you can do cross promotions. I reckon if you've got 12 of those, then you've got two a month to be able to do, and that's some great exposure for your business. Then our next column is our content distributors. We say 20 content distributors. So in the end, we're going to build up to a team of 66, but they're broken down into little categories that help us to be able to manage this all fairly effectively. Mm. So... Our content distributors are purely, well, when I put content out on social media, would you mind sharing it to your networks? We all love getting people liking, commenting, sharing on our stuff. But rather than just waiting and hoping that it might happen, let's actually make it happen because we've got a team of content distributors 
who are happy to share our content into their network. So now we're talking to new people and getting exposure into new people rather than just talking to the same people that we've got day in, day out. Yeah. Um, and then our last column is our affiliates. So this is the only one where I'm happy to give you a piece of the pie, a commission for creating a sale for me. The first four are all about, I want to help you because you want to help me and let's create the win-win. Where our affiliates, and I say, if we can get up to 20 affiliates, brilliant. And if they were to just create one sale a month for you, there's 20 new sales that have just been created by your affiliates. Yeah. So uh, affiliates, most people believe that affiliates can only be on products. We have affiliates on all of our services as well as all of our products. And it's just a matter of thinking, how do you want an affiliate to be able to work for you? Mm -hmm. And therefore, you can put that part of your partner program together. Yeah, six profitability partners, eight in your super group, 12 cross-promotion partners, 20 content distributors, 20 affiliates, and now we have a team of 66 partners ready to help us. Incredible. My goodness. I am glad I asked that question. I've been taking down <laughs> notes furiously. Just when you're talking about the profitability partners, I would imagine, and this is also true for the um, for the cross cross promotions and even your, your super group, but when you're thinking about the profitability partners, because you are really spending dedicated time, you need to ensure that they're aligned. I'm, I'm sure there's a number of key things that you say you need to have in place to even consider someone to be a profitability partner for you and, and ultimately re reciprocal. What would be some things we need to consider then when looking out for a profitability partner? Yep, great. So the first one to me is always, do they have the same mindset and values as what I do? Mm. So if they don't have that, we're just not going to have much fun together and therefore it's going to be a chore and therefore it's not going to work. Yeah. So that to me is always number one. I actually would prefer someone with the same mindset and values that didn't even... Um, have people in our target audience have the same sort of network as us because they will still be more successful as a partner than people who just don't get it. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two is their desire and time. So do they have the desire to actually do this? Uh, and you can tell pretty quickly when you ask them, is there hesitation? Is it a little bit slow or is, are they jumping out of the box going, yes, let's go. I love this. Let's get us going. So someone who does, who goes, yeah, I, I'm really, I'd really like to do it, but really busy now. Let's do it in a few months. Mm -hmm. I just, I just go, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, we've all got the same amount of hours in the day. We can always make time if we feel that it's important enough. So that tells me that it's not important enough and that's absolutely fine. Let me go find other people where it is just as important to them. Mm. So that's number two. Um, then I'll start going into, do we have the same sort of target audience? Do we have the same sort of networks that we want to get into? So now I'll start looking around those things too, mm -hmm. because obviously that allows us to have some good quick little wins rather than trying to do it with someone who doesn't normally speak to the people that you want to sell to. They're, they're the main things that I am um, looking at and thinking about. And then my very last test, I ask myself and I say, if this person was to phone me every day, would I look at my phone excited going, yes, can't wait to speak to them? <laughs> or am I going, uh, I'll call them back later? Yeah. Because that to me is our simple phone test. And if you're going, uh, 
they're probably just not the right person and your gut knows that, so don't make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. I'd imagine too that you've got to go into any relationship in any of these um, key areas that you've just spoken about with the intention that if you've started the relationship and for one or more reasons, you just can see and sense that it's not working out, that either parties gives themselves permission to have that conversation so that you don't continue trying to nurture a relationship that you know you know from both parties that it's not going to work yes yep spot on so as i say to people this is your team so therefore it's a it's just like you running your business Mm -hmm. would you put up with second best would you put up with something that's not working you've got to be great at communication and communicating that so that that way then you're right you've got to keep moving on and your team will always evolve as you evolve as a person and as your business evolves. Mm. Have you found over time, and also I would imagine too, kind of sensing with, with the clients that are putting this into action, that their teams do it do evolve, that they're not consistently saying with, say, the same six profitability partners and, and so forth? Yeah, most definitely. Um, because they get bigger much faster than what their partners are and sometimes they just grow outgrow their partners mm. and that's absolutely fine. And it's just time to to move on. Let's dive into some strategies around personal engagement because I know with, uh, you know, digital and all of these social networks, sometimes we do tend to take the personal out. And and what you say, it is so important to create more opportunities. What are some things that you know work really well when you're talking about personal engagement? Yeah, so we we just have, and I might just go through this because it makes it really easy Mm. and the listeners can just do this right now. Yeah. So we have a simple little personal engagement plan that we follow and and that we share with people. And it's simply a 30-minute block. You could be doing this for hours every day. But we say do it for 30 minutes. And depending on how full your sales funnel is, will depend on whether you do it every day of the week, you do it three days a week, or you only do it one day a week. Mm -hmm. And in that 30-minute block, we want to be able to send 10 how-are-you emails. So the emails don't sell anything. They don't do anything other than go in. Subject line, hope all is well. Email, hi, Anne-Marie, was just thinking of you the other day. Thought I'd drop you a line. Hope all is going fantastic. Would love to know what you're up to right now. Speak to you soon, Michael. And that's it. So all we are trying to do is create conversations. Now, we find 50% will answer and 50% aren't ready to answer and that's fine otherwise we probably wouldn't have enough hours in the day if everyone answered so we do that via email we don't do that on mass we do that individually to 10 people Mm -hmm. then we do exactly the same with our social media messages so hope all is well and every social media platform these days you can send a direct message through so it would be um hope all is well hi emory just saw you pop up here, thought I'd say hello, love to know what you're up to right now. Look forward to speaking to you soon, Michael. Perfect. And again, the purpose is to start conversations with people. So 10 emails, 10 social media messages, three how are you phone calls. Now, for most people, this is going to be a bit of a strange one because if you don't normally call people and the only time that they get a phone call from you is because you're selling to them, you've got to educate and change your culture before this is going to start to work. So we make phone calls just purely to say hello and see how people are. Mm-hmm. So that 
straight away, once someone starts getting those phone calls, they're excited to speak to you rather than going, oh, what are they going to sell us today? (laughs) So now our whole community is on a different um, engagement level going, oh, well, in fact, it's Michael and the the team calling. Let me answer that Mm -hmm. rather than, oh, I know this number, ignore or delete or block. Um, So 10, how are you emails? 10 social media messages. Three, how are you phone calls? And then two handwritten cards. And that should take 30 minutes. It takes, it'll only take you two and a half minutes to do the emails. It's copy and paste, change the person's name. Two and a half minutes to do the social media messages, copy and paste, change the person's name. 15 minutes to be able to do 15 to 20 to do the phone calls. And then a couple of minutes to do the cards. And we've just engaged with 25 people in our network in a 30 minute block. Mm-hmm. So if you go, let's do that Monday to Friday. We've just engaged with over 100 people in our network and really all that's done is taken a total of two and a half hours in our week to be able to engage with 125 people. Amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, consistency is so important. And I have to be honest because sometimes I I set an intention and it's like, right, I'm going to do this. And then you start off really well. And then as you said with the, you know, previously with the connection and and following up with with your partners, it starts to dribble off and and stuff happens. Life happens as as we know. But this really has to be a consistent uh, thing that you do in your business if you really want to build that momentum. That is going to generate those referrals and opportunities that I know every business looks for. Is that something that you find too? You you, you have to just do this consistently. Yeah, yeah, correct. Mm. Um, so if you go every day, 125, that's over well, nearly 500 for the month, wow. and if 50% of people responded, there's 250 new conversations. We find about 25% of that will be people going, oh, I'm so glad you touched base. I was about to... Uh, talk to you because we really need your help. Mm, yeah, you've just picked up a hundred new pieces of business for the month just by thirty minutes a day engaging. Yeah, Michael, when people get to a stage where they really are building the momentum that I know that these strategies are going to do for their business and they're generating sales and and so forth, there will come a time where the team does need to expand. So if you're looking at this and calling it personal engagement, if you've got trusted team members, is this something that you recommend your team members can do, or is this something that, as someone who you know, that you really need to be the front line and be connecting with people what are your thoughts on that yeah lovely so there's two there's well there's three ways the first way is that we do it all ourselves eventually you're right we run out of time and we need to get someone else to do phase one Mm. so you could then move and a virtual assistant does it under your um accounts Mm -hmm. they do phase one which is the initial contacting and you pick up phase two once you get responses back. Yes. So that's a good way of being able to do it once it's no longer your time that you can do it in. Mm. Phase three, which is, uh, sorry, uh, the third way, which is where we do, we've got myself as well as a VA that does it under my name, as well as three other team members who are a relationship team, and but they do it under their name. Yes. But, we educate our whole network that, hey, if you get to speak to Yona, Denise or Kelly, you're probably better off than what you are speaking to me anyway. 
Yeah. So they actually get excited by being able to speak to those other people just as much as if it was me. You know, what What you're thinking about, of course, is you're looking at it as a longer term so that you are ensuring that you've got solid team members to be able to step in and support you because I can imagine with the momentum that you build in this way when you do it consistently, strategically and with intention – you are going to generate some serious business. So, you know, as, as a CEO of a business, you want to make sure you've got team to, to support you for sure. Michael, let's talk about using networks effectively, more effectively, because I'm sure you know there are many of us that are just not using our networks effectively. What are we doing wrong and what should we be doing instead? Yeah, I think the starting point is that most people have the wrong people in their networks to start with. So it's about understanding who do I want in my networks? And again, most people only want people in their networks that they can sell to. Where I go, well, no, you need people in your networks that okay, might be able to buy from you, but that you can also partner with. And you also need people that might never buy from you or ever partner with you, but because they're so well connected, they can open other doors for you. Yeah. So there are three types of people that you need in your network to start with. And now it's about going and actually going, where are those people to come into my networks? So sometimes people will go to a networking event or they'll pop onto something online and it's actually the complete wrong person and they're going there and it's a complete waste of time. So we've got to start growing our networks with a little bit more structure and being a little bit more systematic about it so that in the end, we've got the right people around us so that when we open up conversations with them, we know that something good is always going to happen. What are your thoughts on this? There's been a number of networking groups that um, I've attended over the last 12 months. Some have been absolutely fantastic and I'm going to continue on with them. And others I've recognised, okay, well, my ideal partners and and, and even clients and, and people that you've been talking about today, they're just not here. And I wasn't really able to determine that after a number of months and really getting to know and, and speak to those people. And that's fine. What do you think then about various networks that say, well, you can only go once or twice and then you've got to make a decision to, to join? Because really you can't get gain as much information about whether this is the right opportunity for you to say yes to. Love to hear your thoughts on that. <laughs> Without wanting to upset people. I think you can grow your networks more effectively and more efficiently without even going to a networking event. Oh, I love the uh, sound of that. <laughs> so we grow our networks by about 2,500 people every single month. Wow. We get the right people in it. We probably have better offline conversations, even though we start off online. I think the problem is going to networking events is always just hit and miss. You don't know who else is going to be there. You don't know if the right sorts of people are going to be there. And generally, depending on their structure, you're limited to how many people you can actually, you'll end up speaking to in that time anyway. Yeah. Uh, most people who are going to networking events are already going with the wrong intention. They're going there purely to be able to try to make a sale because that's the only way they think they know how. Mm. So they're not even going there with the intention of how do we do things together? How do we, how do we collaborate? How do we create win-wins together? Their major focus is how do I sell to you? Otherwise, I don't have bread on the table because I don't know how to make sales. Mm -hmm. the, the people who are going to networking events with the proper intention end up getting annoyed because the majority of people don't understand that because they've never been taught that. Yeah. So 
in the end, um, do I say go to networking events? Yeah, of course. You, you've got to continue growing your network. Can you do it more efficiently and effectively in other ways? Yeah, I believe so. And, mm. and when someone's ready for that, then that's probably their next step rather than half an hour to get there, hour and a half there, half an hour to get home. We've now just wasted two and a half hours in that time. I've probably grown my network by 300 people and had 60 phone, phone conversations <laughs> to work out how do we help each other. That's right. And let's just dive in and share with people how they can find out more about you because I, I have watched you and you really you really are the master at uh, building re relationships. And share a little bit more about um, your partnership program too because I've never heard of any other uh, system or program, if you will, that, that offers this type of um, incredible support. So share a little bit more first about how people can find out more about you, Michael. Yeah, uh, probably the, just the best way is if you pop over to uh, michaelgriffiths.com.au, that uh, from there you'll find absolutely everything. Um, referralmarketingguru.com.au forward slash resources has a whole bunch of great free stuff there. Uh, you can get your training manual to be able to train your people uh, how to be able to build communities. There's different free webinars there. So that's a great place for people who are listening and going, oh, this is quite interesting, to be able to go and get some more great free stuff to be able to really help them cement some of the things that we've gone through. Mm. So they're probably the two best places, michaelgriffiths.com.au and referralmarketingguru.com.au forward slash resources. Fantastic. And we'll certainly put all of those links in uh, the show notes as well. And uh, you can access this by going to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES179 is going to be the best place. Before we do go, Michael, just share a little bit more about the Partnership Club's yeah, thank you. Um, so in the end, what we want to do is turn someone into a referral authority. That means that they can generate as many referrals as they want per day. If you want five, turn the tap up on the plans. If you want one, turn the, down, turn the tap down on the plans. So that is what we want to achieve. Make someone a referral authority that in the end, they're not hoping to get referrals. They know exactly what to do to get referrals whenever they want. And we do that through, through a two-day masterclass, but we also do that through our group program called the Partnership Club. Mm. And the Partnership Club um, operates in Sydney for everyone in the Southern Hemisphere, operates in Santa Monica for everyone in North America, and we're opening up London in September for everyone in the UK. So we come together every second month for two and a half days. The, the time is spent on improving our skill set, so various trainings, on implementing the nine plans that we've created, as well as then getting together in groups of twos and threes and going, great, how do I help your business? What exposure can I give you? What doors do you want open to? How do I share my networks with you? So actually sitting down and going over, spending a good 30 minutes with someone to create an action plan of how you can help people rather than it being a fleeting conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so that's Partnership Club. There's live training, there's online training, there's stuff happening pretty much every week through webinars and, and hot seats and things like that. And the bottom line is how to turn someone into a referral authority. Absolutely. So please go and check that out. Fantastic. Look, thanks so much for coming on the show, Michael, sharing your wisdom. I know that people have just taken away absolute incredible insights that will alone make an incredible difference in the growth of their business. So thank you very much. No, thank you very much for having us. 
Are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel, but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host, or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Well, thanks again, everyone, for joining me today. I know that you have taken many, many notes, and please go and source all of the resources that Michael shared with you. I've been reading through them, and I've actually just bought uh, your book too, Michael, so I'm going to be diving into that over the the Christmas uh, break. Great, great stuff. Certainly will take your business to the next level in 2017. By the way, before we go, thank you so much for those of you who have subscribed to the show. That means you are going to be the very first person to know about when our next guest expert goes live. Now, if you don't want to miss out to grow your business through hearing the insights and putting them into action of all of our guests, all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com AES iTunes. Subscribe and you will be the first one to know. Have a fantastic week. For those of you that are taking a break over the Christmas holidays, make it safe and uh, look forward to connecting with you 2017. Bye for now. See you, Michael. Bye-bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.